Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everybody. Hey, Scott Patterson, Pop Culture, Season 3, Episode 19, Keg Max. and uh, Lorelai, let's start out with the first scene, the opening scene where Lorelai and Roy are sitting on the couch trying to figure out what to do on a Friday night because they ain't going to Richard and Emily's <laughs> no mo because there is bad blood now. Imagine that between mother and daughter. Um, and so they make a phone call, right? And... Uh, and, and Rory makes a phone call and Richard answers and she finds out that they are partying their brains out at the Gilmore house. <laughs> it's like Friday night dinner. What are they doing? Oh, they're probably just sitting there with a, a you know, a, 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 an overly bright light bulbs, no heat just to rub it in. And, you know, we're miserable because we don't have these two here. No, 
they are putting on the Ritz, man. They have tuxedos. <laughs> they have gowns on. <laughs> they're, they're serving okay. mushroom caps. And by the way, that was uh, one of my favorite lines of the entire episode was when Rory just looked at her mom and said, but mushroom caps. She, she, she goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> true. so true. I do love a mushroom app. I does. Yeah, exactly. And I know they said cap, but I, I turned it to app. I love anything mushroom app. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, so uh, Rory says, no, it just drives me crazy. It's if you'd like to do shave and a haircut without the last part, you know, first of all, can I ask you guys something? How does Rory know what that is? How does Rory know what shave and a haircut is exactly. in, in, in musical my, terms? That's one of my bones to pick. Okay. That's old timey reference. We'll, we'll, we'll go to that. That's a hundred year old reference, by the way. <laughs> exactly. um, Cause I looked it up and I listened to the song. And so anyway, shave, shaving a haircut that she refers to, uh, to her mother uh, is associated with uh, two bits. It's a seven-note musical riff, call and response rhythm, popularly used at the end of a musical performance. And I listen to it, and it goes something like this. And you've heard it all before. It's like dun 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 dun. That's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there are different forms of that. So that's usually for comedic effect. Um, and it's used melodically and rhythmically. For example, as a knock on the door. Um, and here are the musical notes, and I don't know if anybody can read music or, but it's called sure, shaving, I used to be able to. shaving a haircut, two bits. Uh, it could be used as a duet where one person uh, calls and the two bits would be the answer. Dun, 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 dun. Amy, give me the answer. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so I'm going to call. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. I can okay. kind of read music. I know face. And right. I know yeah, every boy face. does. Every boy. Right. What was that one? Every, oh, yeah. Every boy. Every fine boy does good. No, every boy does. Oh, shoot. Every, every, every good boy does fine. fine. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Let's try this again, shall we? Why, I bet you your guitars aren't tuned very well. No. Every fine good boy does well. <laughs> All right, one funny. more time, just for emphasis. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. Good. Excellent. <laughs> not, not too shabby. Wait, I still um, don't get, even after all that, why did they say this? <laughs> you just missed Scott totally. I, just, I, I know, and I was here. I was here, but I'm like, no, I don't get it. What, okay, how, everybody how, else how, gets it. How, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean... All right. So, all right. So they're still, they're, we're still in the scene, right? And they're still trying to figure out to do with their Friday night. And Chip. they find out that Richard and Emily are partying their brains out over there. And that somebody is even dancing with Emily. And Richard spies this guy feeling, groping Emily on the dance floor. And he gets <laughs> off the phone and says, Hey, Hey, Warren, watch where your hands are going. You know, this kind of thing. I do have this So, oh, I mean, first of all, how great an actor is Ed Herman? For I mean, uh, Jesus, that he he puts all the joy and all the fun and everything. Lloyd. He, he, Lloyd, watch where your hands Lloyd, watch those hands. You know, <laughs> but he just, and especially when he got off the phone with Roy, he turns around and he gets into the song and he starts singing the song a little bit. Wonderful stuff. Love watching that guy act. Um so Rory says the Gilmore house is partying like it's 1999, obviously a reference to the Prince song. Yep. It's written in 1982, his fifth studio album, the same name. 
the song uh, was to symbolize the mockery of an Armageddon and to party recklessly before the year 2000, which I guess is Y2K, right? That never sort of, it's just kind of fizzled out and puffed down. Yeah, but he wrote um, it so far below. He did. Four. He did. I know that. Um, below. What? Uh, well, and also speaking of, of the, uh, the purple one, uh, as he's referred to, right? They call him the purple one. Uh, in 2017, after his death, Pantone named a shade of purple after him. It's called love symbol number two. You know what Pantone is, right? That's they have a different fact I did not know. Pantone is a company that does all the shades of different colors. There's thousands of thousands and thousands of different shades of green, blue, yellow thing. So when I was doing my coffee company uh, colors, we had to get it down to a certain Pantone so everybody knows mm. how to print it. Um so she also, uh, and Lorelai reference, uh, and here at home with us, it's like the 700 Club. <laughs> Which is kind of oh, old-timey. Right, right, right that's right. been around. I mean, you know, uh, uh, 700 Club's TV program, Christian Broadcasting Network, uh, it aired each weekday in syndication in the United States and was available worldwide on CBN.com. Uh, Lorelai is referring to the 700 Club being boring. Hmm, imagine that. Imagine Lorelai <laughs> saying something like that. Shocking. And here's another fun fact. Uh, Pat, Ro was it Pat Robertson? Yeah. He started doing that when he was 28 years old, and he did it until he was 91. Yeah, that thing was on for a long time. Yeah. No, but it's, I think it's still on, and his son took over. Oh, really? I he never see it anymore, because I used to like be flipping channels, and you would stumble upon to the 700 Club. Yeah, they yeah, still it, play it on uh, 700 Club on, on Freedom Network or something like that. Freeform. It's free, always free on form. Freeform. <laughs> freeform, right. Isn't oh, that yes. Wait a minute. Now that's coming back to me. Like late at night. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. after like 9 p.m. It's so mm -hmm. annoying because yeah. like, sometimes I want like a good movie on Freeform. It's just 700 Club. They obviously <laughs> pay money for that. Like meaning the 700 Club um, is Freeform, I would say. I know. All right. So now uh, Lorelai's in the diner. She's in Luke's diner. She's with her camera. She's doing all her little doop-de-doo stuff with the with the with the analog uh, device and uh, or the digital device, whatever. Uh, and she says, "Oh man, you do not photograph well." First of all, uh, I'm not. This isn't. You know, I'm not trying to be arrogant or anything. But to, if, can you imagine Luke not photographing well? I don't. I don't get that. Forty <laughs> miles of bad roads. Stop it. You know. If you're going to do that to the butt, okay, <laughs> do it to the face too, okay? That's, the face needs it. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been getting, you haven't been getting any sleep, brother, because that's 40 miles of bad road. So Lorelai takes a picture of Luke. She looks at it, and mm, he looked at it and was repelled by it. Everybody thought it was a horrible <laughs> photo. We all acted the crap out of it. What a terrible picture it was, the whole thing. Anyway, 40 miles of bad road. Came from a rock and roll instrumental recorded by Dwayne Eddy. And I watched the video, uh, and it was the weirdest video I've ever seen. It was back in the 50s. Dick Clark was in his early 20s. He presented Dwayne Eddy and this hit song. Like on Bandstand? It, it, I think it was like one of the first episodes of American Bandstand. It could have been. But they were on location in, in middle America, and Dwayne Eddy and his band came out, out, they were outdoors on a farm with all of these women in dresses with dark hair on either side in grandstands, and they, the band was brought out in tractors. And, and Dwayne Eddy was standing on top of, a, of the type of a tractor that cuts wheat. So he was standing on top of the rot rotor blades, and they were really big. So if that thing accidentally turned on, 
he would have been killed very quickly. Oh my uh, lord! The saxophone player came out in the scooper of uh, an Earth Mover, and he was kind of laying down and playing a sax solo. It was really strange, um, very funny. But anyway, so that the story behind the name of the song in which the title came from, Forty Miles of Bad Road." Uh, Dwayne, uh, Eddie, and his producer, Lee Hazelwood, were waiting in line to buy tickets to the movie theater. Now, imagine standing there in a movie theater. You overhear two guys in front of you discussing a blind date that one of them had, and the other one said, well, how'd the date go? And his friend replied, well, it was oh. okay. But the girl had a face that looked like 40 miles of bad road. Oh. And Dwayne and Lee looked at each other, and they said, well, that's the title of our next record, so that's where it oh. came from. <laughs> My reaction was a little early because <laughs> right. I, I I snuck ahead and, and saw it coming. Right. Oh, that is right. harsh. Yeah, and it's an instrumental. There's no there are no and lyrics in the song. So so harsh that she said that to Luke. Yeah. Right. Oof. Forty miles of bad road, but I think that's just part of her old you know rib, just ribbing him right, just ribbing him. Um. All right, now we move on to. Uh, uh, Lane uh, practicing with her band and trying to think of a band name. Remember that scene? Um, and Dave says, uh, we have enough for two half-hour sets in terms of songs, right? Because I think they asked him if he had enough songs. I, I think Jess asked him, do you guys have enough songs or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, and, he, and Dave says, but we need a name. And Brian says, I made my suggestion. And Zach says, yeah, we vetoed the Harry Potters. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Uh, okay. First of all, so, it's not a bad name, actually. The Harry Potter. It's. Not. I don't hate it. It's not. I. Bad. I think it's pretty clever. I can But it it does sort of uh, limit the uh, what the perception could be for the band. You just imagine them in cloaks. Right. Exactly. You imagine them. They're all magicians. <laughs> cloaks right. and wands. <laughs> right. yeah. It's like the Harry. We're the Harry Potters. It's like well, that's a little weird. Um, so of course, this uh, Harry Potter is a fictional series written by J.K. Rowling. Seven books. Um, let's do some fun facts. Uh, in all the scenes where Ron, Harry, and Hermione were doing homework, they were actually oh, that's funny doing their homework. I mean, they were the leads, so they really were in basically yeah. every scene. Yeah, every is, scene. Does everybody here love Harry Potter other than me? Obsessed. Love oh, just Harry Potter. Fantastic. Oh my god. Fantastic yeah. uh, stories. Fell asleep in those. Fantastic. Oh, Are you Sorry. kidding me? Fell yeah. asleep. How? I don't snoring like I read the books. I read all the books. I I waited in line. Like remember when you couldn't reserve seats in theaters back then, and we would wait in line all day. Oh my god! To, like, I make get sure chills. me and my friends. I get chills just thinking together. of the opening. That da 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 da. I can't do it. But you know what I mean. <laughs> that tune when a Harry Potter movie starts. That it's just like song, your comfort. It's just mm -hmm. like. <gasps> Oh yeah. my god, I love I love every movie. Every movie. Yeah, yeah they're no. they're classic films. My but anyway, nieces love it, but no. She thought of the name Hogwarts while on a flight and she wrote it down on an airsick bag. Um and uh let me see, what else do we have here? Uh Professor Severus Severus Snape. Severus Snape. Oh. Snape was modeled on a teacher called John Nettleship, who taught JK chemistry. Uh, in school. The character's name was inspired by Severus Road in South London, while his surname was taken from a small Suffolk village. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. 
Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astroproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Now we're getting to some James Bond stuff. So Rory, uh, they leave. Rory and Jess leave the band. Practice in the garage after uh, uh, they they try to come up with a, a name for the band. Um, Jess starts going on about the prom and 
because he wants to to go. Rory wants to go with Lane and Dave. So it's a double date for the prom. Uh, Rory says it means a tux. You know, I know it's geeky, and Jess says tuxes are also James Bond. So that's not geeky. So now we're going to talk a little bit about. I agree. James by the way. Bond. No, no, yeah, Bond makes them cool. They're not geeky. Sure does. They're they're freaking the cool. right tux. Some tuxes can be geeky. Yes, they can be. Um, so when that's uh, Bond series started in '62, the suit was the standard uniform in the Western world for middle class and upper class men. The the suit, suit and tie. Uh, uh, James Bond's cover has always been that of a businessman who works for a London company called Universal Exports. Um, and Jess is referring to how cool James Bond makes wearing a tux. Look, there have been seven. James Bond, who was your favorite, guys? Let's go. Tara, who's your favorite? James Bond. Have you seen all the films? Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Just he was classic. he was pretty good. He was pretty Roger good. Moore was the one I grew up with. Right. I didn't really even know know about Sean Connery till later. Mm-hmm. And I never really watched the Daniel Craig. So I'm going Brosnan. I, I I'm going I'm going Connery and mm-hmm. Craig. Yeah. And I like me some Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah. I do Poor like Timothy some- Dalton. Was he one and done? He was one and done like George Lazenby, yeah. Yeah, so, poor guy. So, yeah. So, so I like me some Daniel Craig. I'm not mad about the idea of Idris for Bond, by the way. Just saying. I think yeah, they, no, they, he's, they he's talk gr- about Idris would be rad. He's great. Yeah. He's absolutely great. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so there have been seven of them. Sean Connery, David Niven. I didn't know David Niven was a Bond. David George Niven? La- David Niven was a Bond. He must have done one and done. George Lazenby. Oh. Uh, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's been doing it for a while. Yeah, I think he's done I, now, right? He yeah. said that was his last one. And and you know I'm, I'm flying flying all the time, right? So I'm getting on airplanes all the time. And and I've watched um, uh, what is it? No Time to Die. Yeah, yeah. Every time I get on on Air Canada, I they <laughs> I I watch the film and they always land before forty minutes before, before the end. It ends. <laughs> And I'm like, it's happened to me three times. I don't even know the end. Anyway, Ian Fleming got the James Bond name from an author named James Bond who wrote a book on bird watching called Birds of the West Indies. So I totally got distracted when you were talking about David Niven being Bond because all Mm -hmm. I could think about was the streaker. And I knew it. I looked it up. It was David Niven was hosting the Oscars when that streaker. Oh yeah, yeah. That must have been in the seventies when streaking <laughs> was. was a thing. Yeah. Seventy-four. Uh huh. Wait, did we all streak? I streaked. I used to streak. No, we, we've heard about yours, but no. Right. We don't want to. Wait, let's not go into that again. All right. <laughs> so here we go. We come to the infamous butt scene. Uh, Luke is tinkering. Uh, he's lying yeah, on the floor. He's I tinkering with the, the stove. The, I do what? know the reference they made during this. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, Suki was talking about accidentally touching Luke's uh, hind quarters. Uh, shall we refer to them? Derriere. Uh, uh, Derriere. Um, um, and Suki said it was an accident. Lorelai says it's getting very Cinemax at night in here. Uh, Cinemax is a cable network that launched in 1975. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm only laughing because it can be really awkward if you have all the cable channels and yeah. you're just flipping you're just through scrolling. Yep. and suddenly Boom. there yeah. is just, yeah. mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's yeah. wow. And yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. When I, when I went to look at my house uh, that I eventually bought in, in 2003, the guy was showing yeah. me around the house. 
And he and the and he turned on the TV in the in the media room, and there it was. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Full on. Is, no. Really? And it was it was it was ten o'clock in the morning, and he goes, "Oh, sorry about that. No, I guess I the owner likes to watch it. You know." Why does he turn um, on the TV showing you the house? I don't know. He just he just did. He just did. Random. So to compete with other cable networks, they decided to play R-rated movies during the daytime. So that's when the decline of the Western civilization began. <laughs> uh, whereas HBO was only playing R-rated movies <laughs> after 8 p.m. So they have the moral high ground. HBO has that the moral so high ground. Uh, so Lorelai's referring to Cinemax content was inappropriate. Which was a funny line. That's my, I'm still, and it's been a, days and I'm still not recovered because... Sexual the scene nature. makes me laugh, and yet I feel awful about it. And it's just, uh, I'm so, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> oh. eh, it's just a TV show. Uh, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a goofy TV show. Um, uh, all right, so now Lorelai's telling Suki what it was like running into Max at the boosters meeting. Lorelai mm -hmm. says, "No, I was." Trying to play it cool. And Suki says, well, there you go. He was doing the same thing. You were both James Deaning it, yeah. trying to keep it professional. Here's some fun facts about James Dean. Is, is everybody familiar with James Dean on this panel? Luckily, I, yes. Everybody should know James Dean. He's the ultimate cool guy in Hollywood. I think that's probably debatable. I think he's the ultimate rebel. Okay. Without a cause? Right. <laughs> I'm here for you. But you got to be east of Eden to do it. Oh, it's well played. But he was he was too cool to shower, is the rumor. Oh, uh, like Pitt. They say that about Brad Pitt. Do they really? Yeah. God, I if you like watch, it. They even acknowledge it when he did Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. I just, I like YouTube him even that, more now. People. No, I think that's great. I, I, I love everything about Pitt. I totally yeah, yeah. agree. No, everything. It's, it's every, done. He, can't, he can do no wrong. Um, I totally agree. Dean, uh, James Dean supposedly didn't care much about his public appearance. And I guess you can do that when you look that way. Yeah, when you look perfect. <laughs> uh, and went in for the disheveled look. Um, at one <laughs> formal lunch, he showed up barefoot and in filthy jeans. <gasps> A scandal. And was known to appear at rehearsals in pants held together with safety pins. So he was a punk. Oh, my Lord. He liked to practice magic tricks. He was a smoker um, who was often photographed with a cigarette dangling from his mouth. Hmm. Uh, which, I mean, you know, thank God it was from his mouth because that could have been <laughs> awkward if it was from somewhere else. Uh, Dean put a magical spin on his tobacco habit. Oh, here we go. He would put an unlit cigarette and a flaming match into his mouth and then pull out a burning cigarette. I've actually seen that performed at parties. I've seen people do that. Um, not from Valdivictorians, but other types of people do that. <laughs> All right, so now there's another scene. Lorelai is telling Suki about the meeting. It's the same scene. Yep. Lori su Lorelai, su Suki, Suki suggests if Lorelai imagined kissing Max at her graduation. Which, and this was funny, actually. Uh, uh, Suki says, maybe it was an illusion. Laura says, no, it's not an illusion, Doug Henning. We kissed. <laughs> right. Uh, Suki says, don't be so sure. Something like this happened to me when I was like 10. I was so into Leif Garrett, and I fantasized about kissing him. No, I don't want to correct so you, but I think it's Leif Garrett. But people say it either way. But I, too had a crush on Leif Garrett. I'm sorry. Did you, did you stop me to correct me about uh, Leif Garrett? 
Leif Garrett. Leif, I, cried, Leif. I had a crush on him when he was on Wonder Woman. He played twins and they sang. And I'm gonna, I I'm it. gonna stick with Leaf. I That's like fine. Leaf. I think I'm people gonna, go both ways. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and I was so into Leaf Garrett that I fantasized about kissing him so much at some point I really thought it happened. Yep. Um, all right. Who's Doug Henning? Why did she refer to Doug Henning? Because uh, oh, he, I thought it was a question. I thought it was a game. No, no, he's a, he's a famous magician. <laughs> Can yeah, anybody, like an illusionist. He was an illusionist in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. And he was credited with reviving He was the like art Copperfield form. before Copperfield. Right, right. And he paved the way for David yeah. Blaine. He, for David Blaine. He's super David Blaine. 70s, Thank yeah. you, Doug Henning, for paving yeah. the way. Um, uh, and Leif or Leif Garrett, however yeah. you want to say. Loof Garrett was Leif. a teen idol in the 1970s and starred in... The Outsiders. Yeah, he did not star in The Outsiders. He was in The Outsiders. But he was really famous for that hair. And he sang, um, I was made for dancing. Oh, so he oh, so he did oh, a record, the whole thing. Yeah, He was very sort of like uh, the ultimate teen idol because he had that yeah, hair. I, I remember him. Cute face. In the cover of and Teen Beat, he, Tiger yes, Beat. He wore tight, tight, like leathery pants and did that ah mm -hmm. made for dancing mm -hmm. ah, oh yeah ah, all night long oh, it kind of yeah. had a Bee Gees thing to it black leather pants wow yeah. uh so during the filming of outsiders uh the boys caused quite a bit of trouble in the hotel in which they were staying uh one particular incident was the night they filmed the fountain scene where bob Leif garrett is attempting to drown pony boy seeing thomas howell Later on, the six, six other boys jokingly mocked this scene in the hotel's lobby fountain, play, playfully trying to drown each other. Hinton states the hotel had the fountain removed within weeks. Okay, that's very extreme. Um, my God, that's, and that's real power, too. I want that fountain removed, or else all my cast will die. Uh, Lane and her band at the party deciding on Space where to perform for the first time. Zach says, because when I do my double jump kick off the amp and slashing windmills, I'm going to need more room. Lane, well, don't do that then. Dave, yeah, sounds a little too Millie Vanilli, Zach. Um, did Millie Vanilli jump off of amps? And when win? did Millie Vanilli get busted? For and being that was that was like, the like the late 80s, I think. Maybe no, early, early 90s. Early nineties, ninety five. So Millie Vanilli was a German French uh, R and B duo from Munich. Uh, the group was founded by Frank Farian in nineteen eighty eight and consisted of Fab Morvan and Rob Pilatus. Got right once again. They got busted yeah. in eighty nine. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and wow. they were uh, they they were famous for their lip syncing scandal. Yeah. Uh, they were performing in front of 80,000 people. Their debut hit, Girl, You Know It's True. They started Girl, with Girl, You a, Know It's True. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 I like Blame It on the Rain. Right. Oh, right. Ooh. Who was sang there, these songs? Was there a lawsuit? Wasn't them. Was there a lawsuit? Hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, so they started off with a lot of energy and dancing. When they got to the chorus, the lyrics repeated endlessly throughout the venue. Girl, You Know It's Girl, you know it's girl, you know it's. So there you go. Does no one remember when that happened to Ashley Simpson? Oh, yeah, on SNL. My God. Yeah. Yes. 
Now okay. you're speaking my language. You I have to rewatch that. that on YouTube. Did that end? Kinda, did that end? She did like a hoedown off the stage. Did it that? Was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you need, you need to watch it. And also Mariah Carey. Really? Oh, she has a, I, uh, didn't, I don't remember New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Oh, that's no, right. No, yeah. no. It was a couple years back. Did it yeah. end? Did it end Ashley Simpson's career? Did she ever recover? She. Yeah. Ish. I would I would beg to argue she hasn't come out with another album <laughs> or a single oh since then. My God. I don't think she got like canceled though. Like, no, she it was, didn't get canceled. She just kind of was like yeah. embarrassing. And Mariah Carey was just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. not happy. Yeah. Oh God! Can you imagine what Mariah Carey did after she had that? One job to oh, get the track right. People. Yeah. I'm gonna have to YouTube that Mariah. Carey oh my girl. goodness! Oh, it, was, uh, oh, it will. It will give you a little. It's not funny, but it will give you a little laugh. Okay. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right. So the duo's German producer and mastermind Frank Farion outed. Both singers, Polanis and Morvan, that they hadn't sung a note on the worldwide 14 million selling mm. chart topping Girl You Know It's True album, which generated five top five singles and three number one pop hits. After this was found out, they had to give their best new artist Grammy back. Wow. Uh, I believe Dave is referring to Millie Vanilli then being seen as imposters. And Zach, too, could make a fool of himself. So, again, Dave saves the day with God, humor. The Mariah Carey one is worth a rewatch. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? That's good. Ah, <laughs> uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really. Any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. So now it's the scene. um, Early party. Jess and Rory at the party. Jess is in a bad mood because he got kicked out of high school. (laughs) Rory, and he hasn't told Rory yet, and she's trying to cheer him up, you know? She's being a, a, a good girlfriend. Uh, Jess said, we're dork early. Um, okay, that's an expression. Roy says, come on. get." I need to steal that. Uh, we're like, dork early. So, we're dork so early. Good. Dork early. So good. Uh, Roy says, come on, get in the spirit of things. Hello, Cleveland. Um, okay, so hello, Cleveland is a saying from the 1984 rock comedy film, This is Spinal Tap, where the band is walking onto the stage and screaming and fist pumping, hello, Cleveland. Cleveland to get themselves excited. Uh, Rory is saying this in a funny way to get just pumped up and excited. By the Why way, do you, I think it's you say hello Cleveland, but they were like in like Boston. Did I just totally? I, I, wrong? I right. I think that's I think that's the joke, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. If, by the way, if, if, if people listening, if you have not seen, this. if you haven't seen this is Spinal Tap, please. Watch yeah, it. I, it is I need to. hysterical. Several rock stars have commented on what an uncannily accurate spoof of the <laughs> rock and heavy metal world this film is. Spinal Tap, I'm referring to. YouTube guitarist The Edge said, I didn't laugh, I wept. It was so close to the truth. Um, anyway, all right. So now Jess fixes the keg at the party as he coolly does. He tapped it. Uh, Rory again trying to cheer him up. Rory. You and Springsteen, the working man's hero. And then, you know, this is when Jess is like ultimately cool than James Deeney when he just rolls yeah. his eyes. He rolls yeah. his eyes at the guys and walks away. It's like, Jess, they're going, Jess. And he just rolls his eyes and walks away. So he was super cool in that moment. So Springsteen has often been referred to as a working class hero, a powerful figure giving voice to the powerless. As an icon to blue collar America, Bruce uses his music in support of poor and working class people to challenge the oppressive systems that create such social injustices. Try telling that to people trying to buy his tickets now for his Las Vegas residency, which are thousands of dollars. I think you can buy a seat there for $40,000. So there's a little bit of an uproar there about that. Um, 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 Okay. So Brian feels like he's having a panic attack before the first gig. I want to say, so I want to, here's a sidebar. Ready? You want a sidebar? How about the cat tower? The carpet cat tower? <laughs> and there's a cat on top of it, but it's not alive. Not, no! T- two no. scenes. That's not, that's, no. that's, that's just a prop cat. Right? Go back and, and watch it. It's just, there's like this, 
wig. We have to put that on Instagram. That looks like a cat up there, but that's not a real cat. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's in two different scenes. I think it was in a Dave oh, Dave god. Dave Lane scene, and it was also in a uh, 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 what's his name, Dean. Dean was in that scene. Um, so anyway, so Brian says, "Yeah, you're just so Zach, uh, Brian's having a panic attack." Dave says, "Oh yeah, Brian, you're just nervous. Take a deep breath and use your inhaler." <laughs> See, uh, Adam Brody make, makes that funny. It was a great moment. Zach says, yeah. <laughs> and don't forget uh, that the hair and fingernails on John Entwistle's body were still growing when they brought in his replacement, which was kind of morbid because, you know, I was a huge fan of John Entwistle was the uh, bass player for The Who. Uh, and he died uh, at the Hard Rock Hotel, I think, in Vegas before a performance. And uh, they brought in another, anyway, English musician who was a bass for the rock band, The Who. Uh, his music career spanned four decades. He was nicknamed the Ox and Thunder Fingers. Nicknamed the Ox because he was so strong. Uh, he was strong and silent uh, and grounded member of The Who. Zach is referring to when John died. June 27th, 02, the band before The Who were supposed to go on tour. Then the band announced Ju July uh, of 02. They replaced him with Pino Palladino. I uh, wonder if that's any relationship to Dan Palladino, who uh, had played with uh, Peter Townsend's solo albums, the guitarist uh, for The Who. The replacement was three days after John's death. I mean, what are you going to do, right? You're going on tour. The guy, yeah, it's tough, tough call. Paris going on about why she doesn't want the grad party on a yacht. You know what I thought about that scene when Paris was uh, going on? Like they on had to just give her something to do. No, I, I like the scene. That's pure Paris for you. That's Paris at her best, right? But I thought maybe they could have gotten a, a British actress to play the role. Paris? I, for, yeah, for some reason I hear a British accent. That's interesting. Yeah. And There's only if, one Paris, Scott. There's only but I, I get it. But I mean, what if... Anyway. Anyway, Paris. Forget the inconvenience of being at sea with guests unable to leave if the party is full... Is dull, or if the band, Her which is monologue was funny, is, is inevitably be composed of accountants with semi mullets, decides to do a half hour Kenny G tribute. Funny, funny. Fun facts: a, a burn to Kenny G by Paris, who is yeah. making a point that her classmates will ultimately hate the band and songs played with no escape if they are on a yacht. Kenny G is a saxophonist who has sold over seventy-five million albums. Let me say that again. 75 million albums. You know how yeah, he's hard very it is to popular. Sell 75 million but albums. But he does have that connotation of like. Run on down, on down, to use Jess's words. Uh, he's supposed yeah. to be a really good golfer, Kenny G. He is like a really <laughs> good golfer. <laughs> so random. I know. I would, I would totally be down with a Kenny G. Michael Bolton concert. I'll go to that. Uh, he started playing saxophone at 10 years old. He was signed by Arista Records in 82 after Clive Davis. Heard his rendition of Dancing Queen by ABBA. That Clive Davis. And that's that's it, kids. I just want you to know, Amy, that Hannah, and you'll know, our audience doesn't know who Hannah is. Our Hannah, producer, Hannah. Hannah's our producer. She's fantastic. Uh, she agrees with you about uh, falling asleep <laughs> to Harry smart. Potter movers. You guys <laughs> She's are smart. Whack. Like, Harry Potter is... Iconic and literally uh -huh. legendary. It is. Uh, I'll try it again, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be different. But I'll try it again. I'll uh, go to that Harry Potter world. Oh, it's so. Isn't fun. that thing at Universal Butter Studios? Beer? Yeah, but 
the one here sucks. The one in Orlando's better. Oh, wow. Oh, and Jacqueline. Now, Jacqueline chiming in. Jacqueline ch- chiming in. I've never watched Harry yeah. Potter. You know what? You know what? Danielle and I, I are going to go hang out and watch wow. the movies. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there's something going on here. There's something brewing here. So it's, well, th- it's three against three. It's a Harry Potter standoff. Yeah, I was going to say. It's kind well, of no, it comes down, down to Easton. Yeah, Easton. Uh, what's the deal? Easton, 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 Easton Island. Huh? Loves Where's Harry Easton? Potter. Does he? Do you uh, like Harry? Easton? Do you like Harry Potter? Easton has snuck away. We're waiting. We're waiting for a response. <laughs> two hours later, we're like, he loves it. <laughs> he goes, those guys are blathering on. I can forever. already tell you that Easton likes Harry Potter. He does like Harry Potter. He is uh, like a, he loves, but not right. as much as he loves Avengers. So oh, yeah, that's he's the, a Marvel guy. That's a, like, that's a 4 3 tilt for Harry Potter, okay, JK? Yeah. If you're yeah, out that there, send, about right, let's, let's send some tickets to these three. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, oh, whoa. Easton, Easton, not a Harry not Potter like guy. Harry Potter. Whoa, Easton. sorry. Easton, whoa. you let us down. Do you like Leif Garrett? Uh, oh, my, oh my God. goodness. Easton so, Tara, uh, Danielle, uh, me, we're like the, we yeah. got to hold up the. My heart mm. is broken. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. What is Girl, up? Same. I'm really disappointed. Wow. Uh, we could be sabotaged. You know, we could be sabotaged because behind the scenes we've got uh, anti Harry Potter people. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh, and one on the air. Ooh, we've been infiltrated. My God. All right. When anyway, bored this weekend, everyone rewatch the Wonder Woman episode with Leif Garrett portraying twins. <laughs> You'll be happy you did. What's, pass. What's, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so going to be in a meeting at, the, at that time. Yeah, I'm going to be in a meeting all weekend long. Yeah, I got a big meeting coming I'm up I'm washing there. my hair that night. That's yeah, what they, I, isn't that what they used to say? You know what? I forgot. I have to take out the trash that week. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. So next, next episode is going to be uh, episode 20, season three. Say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. That's going to wrap it up for uh, Pop Culture. Night, thank Gracie. you, Tara S., as always. Uh, Danielle Romo, thank you so much. Amy Sugarman um, happens to be an Annie Potter, Harry Potter person. Danielle and I will go have a marathon of our Yeah, we're going to have a marathon. Um, anyway, thanks, everybody. Love you guys. Thanks for downloading. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> you want to try that again? For you to say, Danielle. Oh, hang on. Bat. Bye bye. That's like that's like somebody taking a huge chug of beer and like. What the heck was that? Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. 
the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.